We need small businesses. And right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever. It's a good show. Welcome to Let's Talk About Texts. I'm Kara. And I'm Megan. And you might be noticing that we're missing Christy today. She is otherwise engaged, and so today is going to be another twofer, wow. just me and Megan. <laughs> we can go, we can talk about shows. Yeah, now we can go deep even, into comedy. That were on when Christy wasn't even alive. Yes. Oh, yeah. I this will be t- an old woman podcast. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, we could talk more about, like, indie comedy shows. Oh, like, no. Perfect. Just the podcast everyone wants no, to no, hear. No, no, no. Old people's shows. <laughs> Christy is our breath of young air in here. Yes. Yeah, she really knows everything that's lit. Um, I asked a friend who went to the Stars Born premiere oh. to give me an honest feedback okay because it is a stars born week when this comes it is, out it will have it will, it will have, be number one in, yes at, in the world by the time this comes out many of your lives will have been touched by a star night is born. school will be bumped down <laughs> night school had like the biggest opening comedy weekend i'm dying to see night school i kind of want to go you don't? I don't know. I don't, we had so much fun at Girls Trip. I don't like comedies. Oh, yeah. you know, like I like comedies that I like. Go, like I feel per, like ones that are like this is women. I'm like, yeah. I'll go support that. This, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. And I really like everyone in it, but it's just not going to be for me. Okay. But, and I think that that's really important that people be able to say this isn't for me. Yeah. Because I think that that's what is missing in a lot of criticism these days people are like this sucks and i'm like it's just it's not, not for you yeah, that's how it's i feel about bad. like superhero movies yeah it's there's like, a million comedians that i'm like oh no he's funny he's just not, not for me. me like that's just not yes. like gonna be for me yeah um I, I started watching barry i said this is very good oh it's so good you don't like it I, it's not I, for you here's the thing i don't i can and now i know what i don't like i do not want to watch actors in la Yeah. I have to be around actors in L.A. In many ways, I am an actor in L.A. (laughs) So I don't want to watch a show I just think that show is so good because it nails how bad they are so good, so well. It's so hard to have to see them and then also be around them and have my own insecurities that I behave like them. Yeah, but you don't. Mm. I don't think you do. I definitely put an Instagram story up today that was a... um, I was asked to audition for a part. Yeah. And then I I got an email back that said, they've decided you're too mature. Meaning too old? Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's why I don't want to watch Barry. And if you don't know what Megan looks like, she looks like she's 26 years old. That's crazy. I think I look like a little baby. Yeah. Yeah. Too mature. So that's mature. why Barry, I'm like, I got a pass. But I, I thought it was very well written. We have a very good friend who works on it. Yeah. I know that it's good. Yeah. But it's just not for me. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway, my friend saw Stars Born. Her review was that it is really good. Great. But that she felt manipulated by it. Okay. But that Lady Gaga is amazing in okay. it. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to be manipulated. Yeah. I saw this movie. Gosh, I'm happy that we're talking about this when Christy's not here because Uh I know she liked it and she would maybe fight me to the death about this. I watched one of these Netflix rom-coms that's being thrust Uh, upon us. Is it All the Boys I've... Yes. Say it. What's it called? To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I had a lot of issues with it. I I need to watch it. I did not care for it. I don't think I would like any of that shit that's on Netflix for the young. Well, because the setup... 
but, well, they keep being like, kids don't have rom-coms. It's like, I don't know if that's true. I mean, I, I don't well, know if they care. Well, I mean, yeah, now they have they have bad rom-coms. I'm just saying they don't have, like, Sleepless in Seattle and the good stuff that we used to have, I feel like. But uh, you know what I think some of that is? And... This is kind of what I—one of my many, many issues with To All the Boys I've Loved Before is that every character and scene and— uh, Everything is noted to death. Okay. So, like, I think someone wrote a good movie, and then they were like, yeah, but the dad needs to be able to want her to go to a party, but then also be like, you got to be good at that party, but then also be like, you should be yourself at that. Like, it's like yeah. everything, and, like, no parent, you watch these, and I it's like. I thought that way about blockers. No one behaves this way. No yeah. one is perfectly PC inside of their own home 100% of the time, and so nothing is comedy What's anymore. The, um, can you give me the quick summary rundown of it without like, I guess, giving anything um, so away? So it's about a girl. And I'm not even, that's not even an attack on PC culture. I'm, I am very PC culture, guys. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, we're all PC here. We all, all love PC, everybody. But I'm saying it, you can't, characters can't be perfect because then they're not likable and then they don't have any comedic point of view. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So it's about a a teenage girl and she uh, wrote a bunch of love letters like instead of like telling people and somehow those love letters all get sent to the boys oh no are they like signed um yeah they know it's from her so the premise is like so fun and then this is one of the other that's enough that's enough of a premise that's great and then they like Shoehorn, shoehorn, shoehorn. They shoehorn <laughs> in like three different other rom-com premises. Okay, and it's like no, but you already had a good one. Yeah, you don't need other magical tricks. It was like how when I feel pretty, you were like, "Why is she at a fountain in the rain?" Yeah, we didn't need that. Right. Gotcha. Um. And there's some very strange race things going on Ugh. that I've brought this up to other white women that have seen it. They did not notice it. Um, so I don't know if I should be proud or frightened <laughs> that. Um, but I did watch it with my Filipino boyfriend and the race issues are Asian based. Wow. And if I had not. And the main character is Asian. The main character. Oh, can I just tell you? So yeah. the main character is Asian. Full Asian. If yeah. we were to go to like her IMDb, I think she has two Asian parents. Okay. Her older sister, I'm not even convinced, is an Asian actress. Okay. She may very well be Latina. <laughs> and she's also a 31-year-old playing an 18-year-old. The whole time I, we, I was like, is that her mom? <laughs> their mother has passed. So their mother was Asian. The dad is Aiden. So they're supposed to be mixed. The middle girl. Aiden from Sex and the City? Yes. Okay. The middle girl. And he's a gynecologist. <sighs> of course. So the middle child. We need a new Cliff Huxtable, I guess. The middle child is full Asian. Okay. The youngest daughter is half Asian. And it's like, but you can't, like, you can't just go, yeah, well, they're brown and just go with it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, they're adopted. Like, that's what I was. Because uh-huh. none of them look anywhere nothing alike their ages don't match what they're supposed to be playing (laughs) it's so fucking confusing yeah it was like really really oh you're making me kind of want to watch it cj stopped he was like honestly i'm done he's not like offended but he was just like how are they there i can't watch this (laughs) and know that they think that i don't know what they're doing Interesting. So he just tuned it out. But I was like, listen, I'm high and I'm watching this. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, oh, I'm upset. And oh. I went into it so excited. I know. But I know. Well, I haven't thought. I don't think I would like any of that stuff that's like the Netflix original movies. I don't like think it's for me. The setup, <laughs> the kissing booth, the boys I've loved before. I don't think any of that is for me. Uh-uh. And you know what? That's the title of this episode. Maybe it's just not for me. There we go. Um, and that's been the show. <laughs> and that's been us. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Shortest. This is a mini-sode. Um, we, can, we can go through kind of what we texted about this week, but it was mostly the Brett Kavanaugh trial. And by next week, hopefully— Not even a trial. Or whatever. Hearings. I'm Hearing, sorry. Yes, the hearings. And it was a lot of just us being like, fuck everybody. So that's—we have sort of boring texts from this week. But, Megan— yeah. How was your weekend? I know you were in D.C. for a wedding. So I flew to D.C. Uh, Friday morning, changed at the airport. I have never. I was changing to go to a rehearsal dinner. I've never put a cocktail dress on in an airport bathroom before, Oof. but I came out and 
I caused a ruckus. I mean, <laughs> CJ was like, this is too much. Like, there was... In D.C., you put it on. In, in the bathroom. Okay, yeah. You didn't fly also, in the cocktail attire. No, no, no. I flew in my The Future is Female sweatshirt, <laughs> and I got some scowls. Ew. Definitely some men in some ill-fitting, dry-fit Notre Dame fucking down, looking at me like... Packies that, that turn into shorts. Pack pants yeah. that turn into so, shorts. I mean, it was it, it was very strange to go from that lumpy sweatshirt into like a red. I'm here. It was fun though because there was another girl changing in the bathroom too, and she put on a black dress. I put on this red dress, and then we were standing at the full length mirror doing our makeup together. Uh-huh. And I go, I feel like we're in a montage. We're about to go trick some men. Uh-huh. You know, like it was like <laughs> we landed and now we're here to go to the bank and pretend we're yeah. somebody we're not. Ocean's nine. Yes, um, it was my cousin's wedding. Who's beautiful? Um, I did. Uh, we went to the rehearsal dinner, which was right underneath the Capitol. I mean, like, had a beautiful view. Like, we, there was a balcony, beautiful view of the Capitol. Yes, Very you texted strange. us a beautiful photo. Very strange to be there. A lot right. of flipping. Everybody flipped it off. You know, uh-huh. we had some laughs about that. Um, <laughs> and then I watched my half hour with my family. Yay! I have it on DVR. I haven't watched it yet, but I've watched big pieces of it. I think I you're going to like it. I love what I've seen. <laughs> I think you're going to like it. I think I'm really going to like I it. I was watching it drunk and high with my family. And in I what in where where what was the venue? Um, at a house my parents had rented in okay. DC. Okay. Now I would not suggest if you're ever going to watch yourself do 30 minutes of comedy, <laughs> I would suggest not being the only person high in the room <laughs> and being with your family. Did that mean you were paranoid, or were you cracking up more than anybody? Else? I mean, I was laughing at your own jokes. I was paranoid. I was like looking at my. It was. Yeah, you're like. Did you? Uh, uh, well, it's also like tough it? too because they're my. So they want to hear everything. So there's like a lot of like listening and then like, and then this listening and it. So it's not like enjoyable for anybody, right? You know. Yeah. Um, I should have been like, let's not do this to each other. Uh, but. It was fun. I mean, like, it was funny to watch. We woke my dad up. My dad was asleep. I saw your Instagram story. (laughs) Made him come downstairs to watch the half hour. And then I got to see my niece. I went to a beautiful wedding. uh, My cousin got married at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. Yes, which I've been to a wedding at before. It was amazing. It's um, the only museum in the world dedicated solely to the creative endeavors of women. Yeah. And so that was very cool. And, you, and there were paintings from your grandma that were up. That they was had so two cute. paintings done by my grandmother that were up. Um, it was great. And then I flew back to L.A. at 6 a.m. yesterday. Oof. Worked all day. And now I'm flying out tomorrow at 6 a.m. To go to New York. To go to New York. To visit your boyfriend. To visit my boyfriend. That's going to be Bruno mostly Mars. chilling, right, in New York? I've got some work I have yeah. to do, unfortunately. I'm having a final draft um, situation right now. Oh, oh, some writing work. Okay. I have some writing work. Okay. Yeah. But. Okay. Everything And then you're good. going to Bruno, baby. When's I'm, that? Saturday? Friday. Friday. Yeah. MSG? Barclays? Barclays. Oh. And people say it's a great, great venue to see a concert. I saw Jay-Z at Barclays. Okay. And it was great. I'm excited. It's really crazy at Barclays. It you can stand and it feels like uh, we were on like maybe the first tier up and it really feels like if somebody pushed you you could just fall right over. Like oh, I, you know the, a lot of those concert venues are like that. We're on the floor. Oh good. Oh that's um, right. You did expensive so I would not tickets like for that. This. Yeah. I mean, I think that they just do that because it's like you got to get as many seats in there as possible. It just feels like steep. Well, That's and all. also it's a it's a basketball venue, so right. people are typically sitting. Right. When and they're not, so right. It also feels like it's kind of like dug in the ground. You know, it doesn't mm. go up. It, you enter on like the you know ground floor, and then you actually walk go down. down. Which okay. I do think is cool for a stadium. I speaking of concerts, went to go see Jay Z and Beyonce on Thursday, and it was where. It was in San Diego. It was in San Diego. Your favorite place. My favorite place. My friend who's from there listens to the podcast and did give me some shit about how I've said bad things about San Diego. And I apologized to her. Profusely to her. But you still feel sort of stand by them. Um, But it was wonderful. It was great. It was such a cool concert. I had a great time. They played awesome songs. I was one like, I don't know. What do you think about their... Okay, so basically, 
the tour, I had heard somebody say, I'll back it up. I had heard somebody say, like, when Lemonade came out, people were like, oh, this is going to be the thing. She's going to release this album, then he's going to release an album, and then they're going to tour together. Okay. Like, and that this whole cheating thing is kind of like part of the narrative, and it's really not that, it's not like real. Mm-hmm. I'd heard, like, people say that. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, kind of exactly what's happened. And now they're on this massive tour together where the tour celebrates their, their love. But it also talks about there's all these video pieces, right? Yeah. So there's tons of video pieces that play up on this massive screen. And a lot of it is, like, Beyonce running on the beach and he's running after her. Or, like, they're mi- mm. just missing each other. Oh. Like, getting on a boat or stuff like that. And so I'm kind of, like... But then they come out together and they're really touchy-feely. Like, they're really, like, trying to be sexy with each other. And a little bit, it's like, the lady doth protest too much. Like, are you guys really in love? Like, Mm -hmm. and why are you showing everybody so much? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm literally just sort of spitballing. Isn't this album that came out, though, wasn't it a joint album? That was a joint, but he had his own. Like, people were like, she'll do her, like, accuse album. He'll do his I'm sorry album. And then they'll do an album together and a tour. I wonder. Exactly what happens. I wonder if that's just because, like, that's the nature of like creativity and their business as a brand together. Sure, that's what they're gonna do. It was kind of crazy because I feel like seventy percent of the concert people were there for just her. Like, I think people are there for her, and that's kind of cool to see. (laughs) You know, it's interesting because I think it's kind of a man woman split. It's the same way of like I've heard people be like, "Who is the one dated, or who is the one who married up?" And I think Jay-Z married up. Yeah. I think Beyonce. But, like, I'll hear men be like, no, no, no. Jay-Z is the, like, greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. And also, and like, but, yeah, and but also when they got like married. Jay-Z. But when they got married, too, she was just, like, Destiny's Child. She wasn't the powerhouse that she is today. She's just so I know. Much She's so gorgeous on stage in this thing. Like, you literally just sit there looking at her being like, you're so hot. Like, Did Jared the dancing is amazing. No, I was there with um, my girlfriends that live down there. I don't know if I would want to perform with CJ every night in a way that was like, very lovey, lovey. They do lovey, lovey up top. Then they do a lot of stuff separate. Okay. And then they do something, and then they do a bunch of stuff together, like Bonnie and Clyde, and like, but there was a, there was a run, a two-pronged runway that mm-hmm. goes down the center, and they would go on different sides. So they, they, they touched a lot at the beginning, and then they didn't anymore. But um, I was thinking very similarly, like, I go and I open for my husband and stuff, but we don't touch each other on stage or even tell the audience that we're together. So, Yeah. It is weird. I think I would get tired of him. Yeah, but they are like <laughs> they honestly. And he would get tired of me. I'm not. It's a two. We would after like one week of a world tour. I'd be like, all right, right. You doing that joke again? <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. And we were wondering if the um, set list was different at all in different cities because it's so choreographed down to like. Yeah, I bet it's not. The video pieces are so choreographed. Like, I bet they don't change a no. lot. And I bet, like, in New York, they do Empire State of Mind. I and, mean, like, that's kind you of know. what my disappointment was when we both saw her at Dodger Stadium. I was like, I mean, this is horrible. But I was like, well, like a Michelle Obama? I kept thinking, somebody. We're in L.A. Oh, Can we get oh one a guest special? star, yeah. There, it didn't feel like anything was, like special for us yeah and i that's crazy that i insist on beyonce doing something special for well, los angeles she had had some crazy openers yes. and then she didn't even have dj Khaled as and her it's opener like, we're in, in la los, we're in the capital of my friends and i thought for sure kendrick we're like kendrick will come on and do freedom with her like it'll be kendrick no no Nothing. He's like, I'm not going to San Diego. <laughs> no, no, no. I was talking about for Lemonade. Oh, yeah. For I thought that's oh, no, child. For, for this, they had no, like, nobody. Just her dancers come out and are sick. Like, and her dancing is amazing. She's had three kids. Her body's never looked better. It's insane. Like, it's really crazy. Some debate as to whether or not she's had those children. Yes, there is debate. There I think the twins she had. Although the twins, she posed in a photo with a pregnancy stomach. Like, I think that the would twins be, she had. Uh, yeah. You think blue, she did. I don't know. I don't know. I saw the video of the Australian television show where she sits yeah. down and, and her it, tummy. it's like a basketball that's deflated. You also went to see another concert. <gasps> I did go to another concert, and I saw another rap genius. I went to go see Fran Lebowitz speak at the Ace Hotel, and Megan was supposed to meet us, but she wasn't feeling run down justifiably from all of the travels that she's been and on. And I was really sad. 
if I hadn't have had to host a live show, yeah, <laughs> I would have been there because I had probably full tied hair and one on a little bit from the you know I tied one on on Friday and then I drank on Saturday. I definitely like drank on Saturday. I kept drinking this drink that was like a prosecco with gin in it. Ooh. Um, but I. The wedding didn't start until six thirty, so we didn't even sit down to eat until like eight thirty. That that venue. Also, I remember they gave us a ninety minute cocktail hour, and then oh, my yeah. friends. We were the college table, so we were oh. table like twenty. They fed us last. We were blacked out by the time yeah. the food came. We were the family table, so <laughs> we definitely had like pole position. Uh-huh. Um, but. I and en- we ended up leaving at my brother and sister in law stayed, but we ended up leaving at eleven thirty because I yeah I had to be up at four. Ugh. Um, That'll really put a damper on a wedding. Yeah, that's like a dark cloud. And my little honey CJ wasn't there, so I kept I would like dance with my mom and dad, and then I would like <laughs> bounce over and dance with my brother and sister in law, and then I would bounce over and dance with my uncle. Was it a band or a DJ? A DJ. I love a DJ. I like a band, but this DJ was very good, and he played multiple Bruno Mars songs, and I was really happy. Uh-huh. Oh, that uh, B- B- Apple Bottom Jeans came on. Uh-huh. Is that what the song's called? And of course, like Boots with the fur, with the fur. Yeah. yeah. So of course, my my low. Parents, it's called Short Again. Low, low. low. Okay, yeah. so that came on. My parents don't know what that song is, but they just hear a catchy song. So my dad like grabs my hand to dance with me, and I was like, "This isn't. We're not going to dance to this song." <laughs> So I had to be like, no, no apple bottom jeans for you, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Um, that's hilarious. I think that you just take a huge risk with a band. Bands can be so bad. Yeah, but you, you got to find a good band. Oh, you you have a pay good, a lot of money. And yeah, you get to, a good if one. you get a good band. But I know people that have paid a lot of money and they get a. Mm, oh, I would fuck someone's life up yeah, if that happened. The band can just be. And, like, they don't know everything. They don't know modern stuff. They play, like, a half a measure behind sometimes. It's too slow. I just, I like a DJ. I, these may have been my favorite bridesmaid dresses I've ever seen before, Ooh. too. They're simple, um, pretty green color. And, nice. you know, all the girls were, like, very, very beautiful and, like, had shorter bodies. Long. Uh. And they were all, like, a little bit different, but, like, someone's all, they were all, maybe that's it. Maybe I just mean it was the fittest bridesmaid crew I've ever seen. <laughs> they were beautiful. Yeah, they were all beautiful. <laughs> and my cousin, yeah, my cousins were all beautiful. The wedding I went there was in the winter, so the bridesmaids' dresses were black, mm-hmm. long black. I, I like a black. Yeah. I like a navy. Yeah. I yeah, a... I wore a navy bridesmaids' dress once. I've worn it again to other black tie events. Um... What else? Oh, yeah. So we saw Franly Woods. It was awesome. It was so fun. We went to this comedian's house beforehand that was beautiful. And, like, I was, like, in awe and jealousy of her house. Um, And then we were supposed to take a party bus, and it was... Oh, you didn't hear about this? No. Okay, so we were supposed to take a party bus, and it was hilarious because for weeks we were both getting an email with the subject line, Franly Woods party bus, which is the funniest thing sentence and there was all this funny joking because the comedian organizing it kept saying there's no glitter allowed on the party bus no feathers because I bet they get a lot of trashy bachelorette parties so then when I got there uh, the host was like she was she was the one arranging the bus paying for the bus it was such a nice gesture and she was like you guys there's been some kind of snafu they sent me a contract and I thought that was the order, but I was supposed to, like, they had my credit card number. They had everything. Like, I thought that that was the done deal, but it was, like, an extra step of miscommunication. So she called the company. They were going to, like, send her one from Beverly Hills, but it, we weren't sure it was going to get there on time. So we just canceled it, and we took a bunch of, like, Uber SUVs. XLs. We took X- XLs. Um but that was so that was pretty a pretty funny start. It was a lot of apologizing about the um, <laughs> no absence party bus of party here. bus for friendly woods. Um, so then we the Ace Hotel Theater is beautiful. I performed there. Oh, you have? I did. Oh, I, I performed upstairs at the pool. Um, never. No, at the I theater. opened for Jesselnick there, and oh, it is it's beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, and she was really funny and cool and. Um, I think people felt like she had a little bit of a blind spot for some things like LGBT issues and stuff like that. But in general, I sort of agree with her on like everything she says. Mm-hmm. And people were asking the dumbest questions. Well, they got to vet these oh people. Oh, my God. That was a thing. That makes me mad because it's like, OK, we're all here. So what? that means we're all in the same on the same team. Yeah. But you're fucking idiots. Yeah. So first of all, there's an upstairs and a downstairs. There's like yeah. a balcony and an orchestra. They didn't put microphones up. They just were like, everybody stand up and Fran will... And everybody shouted. People were 
cupping their hands. But were there people? There wasn't like a even an ush designated no. like here. Oh no, 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 no. that's a free shouting. Throw. And then she was going. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? I can't no. hear you. We lost so much time of her responding to things, where I was like, they could have just put two microphones up, two microphones down, make a little line, yeah, and uh, then do questions, and maybe even have someone there to like vet the questions or whatever, like tell me your question ahead of time. Because people were like, she said the funniest thing to start too. She goes. First, a guy talked to her for like 25 minutes. No. No, 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 no. Oh, the moderator. God. I'm sorry. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm, I the moderator. The 25 no, 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 no. I'm sorry. So first, this moderator did 25 minutes with her, and then she he left the stage, and she took questions. So she goes, okay, now I'm going to attempt to answer your questions in an entertaining way. Please don't feel you need to ask them in an entertaining way, which I was like, ugh, after my own heart. Yeah. Like, I hate when anybody makes a funny comment at a comedy show, or like you ask a simple question to someone, and they want, they're like, today's my day to be funny. Yeah. Um, and everybody was doing it still. They were like, okay, Fran, let's talk about you, presidential race 2020. Now, if everybody could write the government and request their favorite job, do you think that would work? And then robots would take over. Every- like, what? There were a bunch of questions that pe- everyone in the audience went, what? Did people boo them? Nobody booed because it was like a liberal crowd. Polite but people. People, were, people literally went, what? Like, it was really a lot. And then, like, she went on and on in a couple different ways about how she doesn't really care for movies. She's not a huge movie watcher. She's like, I get screeners. I don't even have a DVD player. And then some idiot goes, like, later, 20 minutes later, what's your favorite movie? Like, and then she goes, I don't really have one. Like, why are we asking that question she's just said? And um, they probably wanted to ask cause, so they could be like, I hope it's a movie I've worked on. Yeah. Well, Lisa asked a question to her, she which was did. great. Yeah. She asked her. This sounds like chaos it was chaos but because i was like people standing up and then and raising their hands and then she would call on you but a lot of like times people would be like oh me her and like they'd a different person would answer than who was called on it was a little bit crazy but she said a lot of really funny things and really a lot of her answers to things are i never really thought about it i don't really care like a lot (laughs) of it which was really funny um but she hates Trump, and I think we all just needed to hear a little bit of that. Yeah. And, you know, she had a lot of insightful things to say. And she's has a really funny view of, like, New York, and she hates how many tourists there are in New York. And it's, like, ruining New York. And Did she kind say of she thing. hated L.A.? No, she actually said she likes L.A. more and more every time. She said, here's what she said. She goes... L.A. has gotten better and New York has gotten worse. I believe that 100%. But New York is still not as bad as L.A. <laughs> Which I was like, someday soon. I get that from a born and raised like New but York that's person. Like, uh, I believe that. I, th- yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, New York is getting worse. You can't afford to live there anymore. No. Like it's insane. I have to go there tomorrow, and I'm already there's already mo- multiple things, and I'm annoyed, and I'm not even there yet. Where you're staying at um, CJ's I'm Airbnb in Point at his apartment that he's staying at. Yes, but he forgot to give me a key, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm getting a key. I mean, it's just. You can't leave. You can leave shit at a deli. That's what he said. Yeah. I picked up an Airbnb key recently Let's at a hope. deli. Let's hope. Just wheeled my fucking wheelie down to a, chi- a deli in Chinatown I and picked know. up a key. God, I just am like, oh, I just think it's going to be so easy. I like have to go buy no shoes after this because I don't have shoes, like proper New York shoes, I feel like. It's fall in New York. It's going to be gorgeous. I know, but I don't have like a little low boot. Yeah. You don't have any booties? You threw all your booties all, away when the, you moved out here? They all, um, they started to get the, like, nails through the uh, heels. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. They were yeah. run down. Run down. You know, your shoes in New York go a lot faster than your shoes in I LA. know, and that's, I have a very cute new pair of leopard, leopard flats, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to bring them and fuck them up. Yeah, because in LA, you just get in your car, you use your shoe to press your little gas pedal. Matter. And your little brake pedal, and then you go. You get out. Oh, we'll see. Um, I think you're going to have fun. In New York in the fall, it's going to be lovely. You're going to go see Bruno. And I haven't overbooked myself like I usually do. <laughs> I do. But I have started getting tagged in show notifications, and I'm like, I don't think I wrote anything down. Oh, you're doing shows? I'm doing shows, and I've forgotten every single one of them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, f- there's, I'm not, I'm, I have like three shows on Saturday, and I'm leaving Saturday. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> um... That's really funny. What else oh, did I do? Yeah, I went to San Diego. I did. Did you watch the Saturday Night Live with no. Kanye and all I'm, that I, shit? I, you know what? SNL, not for me. Not for you. Not for me. I've always watched it, and I will always watch it. Even when I hate it, I'll watch it. I just, there's so, it, it, 
gosh, I was listening to this most recent episode of a podcast, and they kept talking about low hanging fruit. Yeah, what, what, I, I was. Well, I was. I was listening. To this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and after I watched my comedy special, I thought, well, maybe I'm low hanging. But I just it's it, SNL. Is, there's I, I think there's lots of very very talented people on it. I think there's very very talented people that write for it. But it is low hanging fruit. It is a show for babies, and I don't want to watch it. Mm. My friend and I were watching it last night, and she was like. What is with everybody laughs in every sketch now? And Weekend Update, they laugh. They're always laughing at their own jokes. Like, she was like, back in the day when Fallon used to do it, which granted, I know a lot of people hated when Fallon used to do it. But she was like, when people used to do it, it was like so rare that it was like you kind of felt like you were in on it. And then I kind of watched what she was talking about. Yeah, and there because were a it's lot a thing of... they're doing because... That's, sketches they get laughter. Everybody was just laughing. Yeah, and the or the boys that do Weekend Update, who I love both of them as people. Like I do too. They just laugh when a joke does badly, or they laugh through the whole thing. Yeah, I think Chris Red is so talented. I think yes. he will be our most successful, famous friend, and I cannot wait for it. I think he is the next Kevin Hart. Truly, I think He's he is really a great. superstar. And like I watch what he does, you know, when like things get shared online. But I'm I, I'm a grown woman. This is not for me. I'm a grown, educated coastal elite, and I'm good. <laughs> well, on that note, let's take a quick little break, and when we come back, we will get into some garbage disposal. Okay, guys, we are back, and it's time for Garbage Disposal. Thank you for LSL with Lady Gaga and Samberg. The guy that did it did my dress. Um, we are recording before we have a chance to watch any of the week's shows, so we're going to talk about a very hot bomb that dropped today, which was... Was it today? Yeah, this oh, just wow. dropped today. I would like to I acknowledge think, yeah. the irony of me saying that I'm an educated coastal elite. And it's not for me. And now we're and we doing a straight section into called our... Garbage Time. Yeah. Because that's the, I mean, that's what I should say. <laughs> this is for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is 100% for me. Yes. This is what, um, you know what I heard today? What? That David Vador's fiance is pregnant. Is pregnant. Is yeah. That, do we have that? Confirmed? I heard that on the same podcast you did, okay, probably. So, so it's wow. not confirmed, scary, but scary. I wouldn't fucking put it past him that didn't they already get engaged they were oh, already engaged you know what? I, I do have something to contribute before we get to this <laughs> what we're going to yes. discuss um so yesterday i i typically host my nfl show with a um former packers player kind amazing man his name is james jones he was being inducted into san jose state's Hall of Fame. So he wasn't there yesterday. So I hosted the show with um, a different guy, also a former um, NFL player, and he is neighbors with Tamara and Eddie. No. Yes. And I, so like not was, for long. They just they just well, bought that's a new house. I was like um, when he said they were like introduced us. He's like, this is so, you know, I'm this is Megan. This is Will. Uh, and he was like, I, you know, it only took me an hour to get here today, and they were like, he lives in Orange County. And then they wanted us to start talking about football. And I go, do you know any of the housewives? And he's, and then he's like, we talked about the housewives for like 10 minutes <laughs> to a point where like our producer had to be like, okay, you guys, oh, we got to read uh, it in. <laughs> we got we to gotta talk about football now. And it's like, no, we're talking about our football. <laughs> but he said his wife like went to, I think, school with Joe. Um, he, was like, because I was like, do you live in Kodo? He's like, no, Vicky lives in Kodo. I live in, like, he knew oh my all gosh. of the players. And it was so fun. We chatted about it for a while. You know what's crazy? I just saw this thing that Vicky, I mean, not Vicky, Tamara bought that house for like $2.4 million. And it's a big ass yeah. kind of like mini mansion. And I always thought that it was expensive down there. And well, that's why we follow a television show about these privileged people. But like, $2.4 million in Los Angeles would get you, like, a four-bedroom house yeah. in an okay part of town. But you know what it is, too, is that a lot of those places um, are, like, zero lot line. So they have pools, but they don't have yards. Yeah. So there is no, like, like I think it's... I mean, and yeah, it's cheaper than L.A. for sure, yeah. but it's like it's more expensive And I'm not talking about, Dallas. like, Beverly Hills. Like, two point, you can get a $2.4 million house in a neighborhood that's, like, 
oh, the, the neighborhoods that you and I live in. The neighborhood that yeah. I live in, a $2. million house is probably three bedrooms. Yeah. And you can see your neighbors from your, like, they're, they're in your bedroom But I think you. that's how theirs probably is, too. Yeah. I think it's very, I think it's on a quarter of an acre, and it's all jammed in. Because even when we yeah. saw, like, Gina's house, her house was $900,000. And I say to that, if you're not over a million dollars, why are you? I don't want you on the like, show. Her house is only nine hundred thousand. How'd you hear that? Um, because Did you they Zillow listed it? it when they filed for divorce. It said like Gina's nine hundred thousand dollar house is up for sale, and you know whatever this publication was, they're saying that as like a big number, and I'm like, no, That's that like ain't a- big enough for me. That's like an apartment townhouse. I'm in like, LA. this is. I don't want to watch my parents' friends. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't. I'm, no, I know we're being I classist. Just, I was. But... I, no, but we're doing it because we're talking about our fantasy worlds that we want exactly. to be fantastic. I want to see five million plus. Yeah. Well, that's kind of I think why we like Beverly Hills, even when they're boring, because they really are fucking rich. And New York. Yeah, they're rich. Yeah. Dallas, uh, Leanne's house. I could. We could buy in cash. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, if I can buy your house She's in cash. She's in a two-bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. I'm sorry. No. I'm, we're being cunts. I don't even know if I I've am. been to seen Leanne's house on the show. Well, they don't. They, you know, she has a pool. It's like a lovely home that I would happily live in with my eye-patched fiancé who <laughs> refuses to marry me. But it's like, even when I see Deandra's house, I'm like, oh, these are the mansions of Dallas? Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what dropped today, which is the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. Season 11 trailer, um, which was looked action packed. Those ladies literally, I don't think, have ever had a dull season. Right. No, they no. never leave anything up to. So a lot has happened. Sheree and Kenya are gone. They're not in the trailer. Right. So gone. Sheree and Kenya are gone, though. Which got... I will I will miss both of them one more than the other. Which one more than the other? I'll miss Kenya a lot. Yeah, I was going to say that. Kenya is... Though Sheree's been funny in testimonials yeah. recently. No, and I do think Kenya's a... Or I think Sheree's a good pot stirrer. I think they both were great. What was... We knew there was a reason why Sheree got fired and now... Oh, because her... Her boyfriend's her in jail, jail and there's, like, no and, story. Yeah. yeah. And then I think with the fact that Kenya's having a baby and then her husband won't let himself be filmed, I'm sure he's going to say the baby can't be filmed. And then what yeah. is her story? So then, well, that's tough because I would like to see – I would love to follow Sheree and her boyfriend's jail journey. Yeah. And I would love to follow Kenya and this baby that – seems scientifically impossible for her to be having. I know. I thought for sure she was using a surrogate. I don't know what's going on. But let me just say something. The show's out, which means they're done filming, which means, but Kenya hasn't had that baby yet. So what if just been Kenya pregnant? And if they're willing to do Kenya pregnant, I mean, Portia pregnant, why aren't they willing to do Kenya pregnant? Well, maybe the husband said, like the baby's in you, and I don't want. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I think I don't even think he. I think said it was it. because she was she, so unavailable yeah. last season. Well, too. I think she just was like, this isn't something he wants in his life, and I want to be married to him. You yeah, know, she made a she made a sacrifice, mm. um, and maybe that's what love is. But <laughs> Portia is pregnant. Portia <laughs> Which is, is fucking insane. And also announced, I think today with the trailer also dropped that uh, she's engaged to this man whose name is Dennis McKinley. According to some very quick research I've done, he is an entrepreneur, but it is unclear where he works or what his title is. Right. Um, They've known each other for years. They only started seeing each other romantically recently. They made their social media debut as a couple in June. I guess we missed that. He must be rich. I cannot see Portia being with a I don't know though. If Portia has family money, I think she was just like, I want to get a baby. I in don't me. think Portia does have family money. She doesn't? No, she has Cordell money. Oh, I thought she had money because like her family is like civil rights people and they're I big think, in Atlanta. And... I think they have like a very great name. Uh, and I think that they probably like do have that, but I don't think they're like. Her rent is paid for through that show she hosts and alimony. Uh, which she'll lose when she marries this guy. So is that how it goes? Yeah, when you get remarried, your alimony goes Oh, so goes Cordell's away. like, fucking marry him. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always liked Cordell. I, oh, no, he was abusive. Did we learn that later? I, but on screen, I was like, I like him. I took that those couple of seasons off of okay. Atlanta. So I was like a little bit, I took like two years off of Atlanta. Um, I think she did say later that time he that, was bad. But yeah, I, from maybe. the show, it didn't seem like it was like a David Bador. Right. Right. Um, but 
she's pregnant with this baby and it's all in the trailer that maybe he has cheated or just they're always like the Atlanta thing always is like wait my friend was just going out with that guy yeah and like or I saw always, him with yeah what is tough too is because I don't trust Portia's judgment. She is not a smart... She's not a smart person. So I think it's very possible that she could be carrying the child and engaged to a man who's not faithful. I think she could also not care. Yeah. And pretend like she does care, but then secretly be like, I want this gold crucifix necklace we saw. Yeah. Does something look different about her face? Yeah, a lot of things. And it's also strange that he is completely hidden. Yeah. Kara's showing me an Instagram post of them I'm being showing, engaged. Oh, wait, no. Here's his face. Full face. Here's face full on. He's got a little bit of like a Jermaine Dupree kind yeah, of look to cute. him. Yeah, he's cute. He's like a little teddy bear. Yeah. He looks like a cutie. He looks like a nice guy. But we'll find out on the show, I guess. Um, ooh, Portia has 3.6 million followers. Portia for real. Um, um, it seems like I love candy. When I see candy, I get happy. Yeah, Riley looks good, but it seems like maybe candy's going through some sort of like well, fertility issues. No, I think it seems like what they're trying to paint the picture of is that with a couple of her friends getting pregnant, she's like, "Are my baby di- days behind me?" Because oh, like okay. I think maybe she's just gonna have Ace, and then yeah. she has um, Riley. Riley. So. Maybe that's what it's about, okay. like, because she's getting up there and is like, I, should I have one more? I mean, how old is Candy? She's in her 40s. She's in her 40s. So, like, maybe she's like, can I have one more? Okay. Like, I don't know. So maybe it's that thing. Eva's planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. So Eva's actually a new cat. Was she on last season, She was a friend. She was a friend. So this season, Eva's on. Eva of America's Next Top Model fame is, ba- is on. And... Marlo is back as a friend of. Yeah. As Which, is, is I, guess. I mean, I'll take as I'll take whatever Marlo they give me. Yeah. I also read that someone else was going to be a friend of, but I didn't recognize the name. It was oh, Tanya Sam. Is that um is that Tor- uh Portia's sister? I think that might be Portia's sister. Oh, I don't know. Um anyway, but I always like Shamia too. But I don't think Shamia yeah, Shamia's having a baby right now as well. Um, so yeah, I guess a lot of Candy's friends are having babies. Oh, Cynthia's in love? Oh, and Cynthia's in love with, like, a totally new man. That light-skinned guy from last season is Gonzo, Yeah, I guess. Um, he seemed to be moving too fast. This new guy seemed cute. Um, but we'll see what happens. And Greg is sick. I, I hate anything to happen to Greg. He looked—I will say in the trailer, I thought he looked good. good. Yeah. But he looked thin. But, yeah. I mean, not sickly thin. Like, just well, a lot thinner. Well, and I do thinner. think Greg is—I mean, you know, he's not, like, in his 80s. But I do think Greg may be in his— Late sixties or early seventies. Yeah, he's a young man, but he has um, cancer, so it's not. Yeah, that makes me sad, and that's a very like tough thing for Nini because you know what Nini excels at is sort of being, I think, probably a very hard worker, being funny, kind of just letting things slide off her back. Yeah. And this is something that yeah, won't be I easy like to don't do. really. I think it's gonna be hard to watch Nini like I suffer. Know. Um, but hopefully he'll beat it and everything will be okay. Um. This back to this Tanya person. I don't know who this is. This is a girl who's going to be a friend of. I don't know. Who I don't know is. who this is. Anyway, maybe she'll be funny. Maybe she'll be cool. She looks pretty. Um, there's a new cast member whose name is Shamari DeVoe, which does that have to do with Belle Biv DeVoe? I don't think so. But she no, she is said her husband married was in to new a edition. guy from New Edition, who my friend just saw New Edition in concert at Coney Island. Oh. Okay, so they're on tour. Well, yeah, they were doing a concert with Bobby Brown. So it was like a nostalgia kind of thing. And uh, she was like, it was really funny because they were doing all these dance moves. They were just doing them like very slow and Mm -hmm. measured because they're Mm -hmm. all old. Mm -hmm. Um, But she seems like definitely one of these new housewife firecrackers. Yeah, she's going to come in there and shake shit up. Seems like maybe there's some debate as to whether if she is... Very, very famous. <laughs> there. Yes. There was a scene where she's She seems to think to that A-list. new edition is the best thing. I think I think what it's she's probably like, I was famous before any of you were famous. Sure. So like you're uh, you're famous because you were a housewife. I am famous because I married a man. But you're famous because you're married to a man in a band. Like <laughs> I know. they at least got famous off their oh, own I can't faces. Wait. I can't wait. Yeah. It sounds like it's gonna be crazy. And then um yeah. And in other related a uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta news, 
Kim Zolciak, this podcast always oh. on the pulse. Kim Zolciak, we were just talking about, is it okay to Photoshop your baby's face on this podcast? And then the next day I saw a post that was like, Kim Zolciak got, she was Photoshopping her baby. She of gave course. her baby a booty and thinned out her, and no. and sliced off her nose. Like, like, like made her nose smaller. And how did she get caught? Somebody literally noticed the original photo somewhere. Oh, no. And Kim. they... She gave her baby a bigger booty? She's four, too. She's like a four-year-old. And, like, they did a... They did, like, an animation of it changing. And it's pretty... It's kind of gross. So, did she... I don't put anything past Kim. Did she clap back? <laughs> you know what? Great question. I don't think she ever Kim. did. Is but... Charlie for the Party, like... Gone for good? The spinoff? That's a really great question. I don't know. I did start a new season of Love Island last night. I've now started season three. Um, well, I talked about it last night with Lisa. She's the biggest fan ever of that show. Yeah. And how's it going season three? Season three, I've only, I've only watched two episodes, I believe. The women are so much hotter than the men. To the point where I'm like, there's got to be some... Like, really? there's got to be a thunder from down under entire van pulling up because my, this can't be the crew. So my friends were obsessed with the guy who married Olivia. What's his name? Um, Olivia season two or Olivia yeah, two. season three? Season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hot. What's his name? I forget. Like Tony maybe? No. No. Tom? I didn't know they got married. They just did. Oh, okay. Like I think they just did recently. But he's apparently gotten veneers and it's like changed his whole face. Oh. So he's like not hot anymore. No, yeah, because he had like little baby teeth and so that wasn't his best quality. But he also wasn't ever smiling. You know, he was a bit of a ding dong. Yeah. He was like a bricklayer. Not that bricklayers are dumb, but he was a dumb bricklayer. So like hot. Real quickly, back to uh, an, uh, like uh, the question you were just asking. Don't be tardy is going to return. For, I just found an article that my friend wrote who writes for Bravo. Um, <laughs> I just like see her byline, and uh, it, this in as of April they said they're getting a season seven. Okay, so we're gonna get something. I'm not gonna. Which watch is it. crazy because I thought that after Andy like humiliated her at the reunion, it was kind of like you're done with Bravo. It gets good ratings though. Yeah, it's fun to watch. I don't watch it. I hate to tell you, sometimes when I'm just like on my computer paying bills and shit, I have it on. It, they and it's their fun. family now makes me a little too sad. Well, I don't like it now that the girls are disgusting. Yeah. But when the girls were like regular teenagers and Brielle just had like a French manny and like over highlighted yeah, hair, course. that was fine. I have so much hope for Ariana. I really do. Please don't but spoil no, Ariana. Ariana's got the fake lips. Like I she's know, already please, happening. Please don't. Please leave. Leave Ariana. Be. Leave Ariana alone. Leave her with us. <laughs> she's like, you know, sometimes you see tough parenting and you're like, oh, I wish yeah, I could take that child with me. Um. Okay. Let's move on to where you been, boo boo. Where have you been? Cause I never see you. Where have you been? Um, listen, I was talking to a friend and she was like, you need to do Luke Perry or anybody from the old 90210. And I was like, here's the thing. You don't need to call it the old 90210. It's the only 90210. It's the only the 90210. But it, they are all working. All those people are working. Luke Perry's on Riverdale. Jason yeah, Priestley great. does shit. I mean, he's around. Ian Ziering is in all the Sharknado movies. <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, I feel like, like, does home co- goods. She, yeah, she, like I think her. she has a Food Network yeah, show. Yeah, she's like a Food Network person. I mean, I Andrea, Andrea Zuckerman is the president of SAG. I know. <laughs> which is the Screen Actors Guild here. So me and Megan Akira, and I saw, occasionally will get an email from Andrea Zuckerman. I, I uh, used to see her in Studio City. She yeah, must live in the valley. So, somewhere. like, I was like, who could we possibly do? And then my friend was like, what about Emily Valentine? Well, what about Brenda? Well, Shannon Doherty, she's been in and out. And she, she has, has cancer. cancer. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't know if that would be <laughs> like a super fun. We know where you've been, boo boo, and we're sorry. Yeah, we hope you're feeling better, boo boo. Um, so, but people were like, what about Emily Valentine, who was a huge secondary character, and like I feel like very part of the culture. Now, what, um, you may not know this, and it's okay. Which seasons was she on? I think early seasons. I mean, yeah, I don't actually know the... Um... So 90210 was like, I, I don't think it wasn't... It wasn't even something I wasn't allowed to watch. Like, I don't think I had interest in it as a small child when mm-hmm. it was on. But that, but I would, like, see episodes occasionally, um, which I would sort of do with, like, a Melrose Place. Like, walking by the TV and seeing my brothers or maybe seeing, like, someone's older sibling watching it. Mm-hmm. But then Soap TV... I think that's what it was uh-huh. called. 
started playing and it constantly. My brother and I watched 90210 in its entirety one summer. I mean, mm. they played it from start to finish. I would watch like, I mean, this was, I wasn't having a great social life right <laughs> at this moment in my high school career. They would, I would watch it like five hours a day. Yeah. It was my binge show. Yeah. And it's so fun. It's I mean, it's so, so it was good. such a fun show. And like, honestly, I wasn't allowed to watch TV during the week when I was younger. Wow. So I watched 90210 on a very like vacation basis or my friends would tell me what happened or I would like catch up or sometimes I would like bargain to get to watch an episode. I remember doing chores to be able to watch the prom episode when <laughs> Dylan and Shandor, Dylan and uh, Brenda finally bang. But um, Emily Valentine was this kind of like bad girl yeah. that Je- that uh, Jason Priestley's character, Brendan, dated. And he was like the good boy from but Minnesota. But she was nice. She had like a soft demeanor. Sure, but she was like, wore a leather jacket and yeah. had spiky blonde hair and was involved yeah. in drugs. And there was like a, I remember there being a drug dealer with an eight on his jacket. And- I just remember really liking her and being like, she seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you kind of wanted to root for her because you thought she had a hard life and, like, that she was trying to fit in with these privileged kids, but then she would do fucked up stuff. Like, I think she almost lit their prom float on fire. Like, she would do some psycho stuff, um, which, you know, everyone has their ups and downs. She was on (laughs) 90210 from 91 to 94 on various arcs. Um, Oh, yes. I was very young. Oh, my God. She was in a TV version of A League of Their Own as Kit. I didn't even know that that existed. I know it might be coming back. Oh, I can see that, though. So this girl, anyway, this actress, her name is Christine Elise. It's actually Christine Elise McCarthy, but she went by Christine Elise. Um, She's 52, which means that, let me see, in 91, she was, she was like, like um, 28 playing a high schooler. But I think they They all all were. were. But I mean, that's old because they were all in their young 20s. And then I remember like Andrea was 30 playing a high schooler. But yeah. And you could tell. Yeah. So she's 52 now. She um, was in a bunch of stuff. Like she actually had a recurring role on ER for a little while after Beverly Hills. So things like went pretty well for her. And then she was in a show called L.A. Firefighters. Hmm. I don't know. That was on for two years, so it was did okay. I think they've got a case against Chicago Fire. Yeah. Um, oh, she's been on Law and Order SVU? I should look into that. <laughs> I definitely know what episode it is since I've seen everyone four times. Um, so bunch of stuff that she's done on and off, a couple projects. She was in a Chucky movie. Okay. okay. So she was in... Um, I think I've seen all of those, sadly. Yeah. Like, okay, so she was in Child's Play 2. Okay, I've definitely seen that. And because of that, she's ended up in, like, a bunch of uh, child's play. Like, a bunch of her stuff has been, like, Curse of Chucky in 2013, Cult of Chucky in 2017. Oh, so she like, kept doing Chucky. I think she kind of, like, comes back post-credits as, like, a cameo. Like, because okay. they'll be like, oh, it's her from the old one. Is that many Chucky's? If you're, like, in the Chucky-verse. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you got to kill her I guess doll. I haven't seen them all. Yeah. So she, okay, so this is what she's been up to. She programs a bunch of film festivals in, like, little towns. That's cool. Um, Yeah. And then she has worked as a story producer since 2014, producing reality shows, such as Elevator, which I've never heard of. No. Best Bars in America, which is that not Sean Patton's show that he did? Is that what that was called? Sean Patton and Jay Larson's? It was called... I don't know if that's what that was called. Sean Patton Bar and show. Jay Larson <laughs> Bars. Sorry. Give me two seconds to look this up. Um, yeah, it was called Esquire's Best Bars. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Best Bars in America. Is that what is that what I just said was yeah. it, it was called? Yeah. Yeah, so Best Bars in America. So I wonder if we gotta our, ask them. our pals know that. Cold Justice, Mm-mm. Tamar and Vince, which I think is Tamar Braxton. Tamar. Show. I think she says Tamar. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Tamar. Yeah, it's a spinoff of Brexit. I've heard it on a lot. I've only, I know other Tamars. Mm-hmm. So I would obviously say Tamar. It's also a, a Jewish name. But Tamar. I believe Tamar is her pronunciation. Is her pronunciation. Okay. Yes. Um, and she appeared, her Wikipedia says on February 11th, 2015, she appeared on Ken Reed's TV Guidance Counselor podcast, which is a friend of mine. Wow. And Jared's. We've been on his TV Guidance Counselor podcast. So, so you guys are like Eskimo sisters. So basically, me and Emily Valentine are the same friends for best friends. Um, she's worked as a professional photographer. Now, does she still have that look? Yeah, she kind of has, like, 
Honestly, it's weird. Like, that's her headshot from when she was younger, and that's not what she looks like. No, she looks like Rachel McAdams in that. No, that's not what she looks like at all. Like, she has a, like, that's what she looks like, which is basically a grown-up Emily Valentine. So if you go to her her Instagram, she's got 39,000 followers. Wow. But her Twitter only has, like, 5,000. But her Instagram is bumping. And she's got a lot of pictures of dogs. She hates Brett Kavanaugh. She seems like the kind of person I'd like to hang out with. Once in a while, she posts a throwback where you're like, yep, that's Emily Valentine. You know what I mean? Um, So I thought it was fun to see what she's been up to. She's obviously been making some kind of... Residuals. Yeah, (laughs) residuals, I guess. Oh, and she... Okay, so this is another thing. She has a food blog called Delightful, Delicious, Delovely. And a vegan cooking show on YouTube called Video Vegan. Wow, 90210 really inspired a lot of cooking. This is like a girl who, okay, look, her channel only has 3,000 followers, subscribers. But this is somebody who's diversifying their talents after, after Hollywood and not just she's still doing stuff, you know? And according to her IMDb, she does like little posts and little parts and stuff all the time. I mean, it's nothing you've ever heard of now. And then but... it's still a story editor. As yeah, well. and then it's doing, um, and then it got into the reality thing. She's probably like, I know how to do this. Does she have a family? You know what? There's like nothing personal oh. on any of her, this thing that I'm seeing. And her thing doesn't say wife or mother or anything like that. So Just vegan chef. It has her dogs. Okay, so she's a dog So she might be a dog mom. And a vegan chef. Yeah, as much as dig. Hey, guys, if you have any information on whether uh, Emily Valentine <laughs> has found love or... Um, has procreated, please do let us know. Um, anyway, that's our Worry Bin Boo Boo for the week. Uh, I hope you're excited to know where Emily Valentine is, hopefully not setting any prom floats on fire. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, well, you're going to do a little secret. Hi, guys. Welcome back. And now it is time for I'll Tell You Mine If You Tell Me Yours. Um, we are going to, as usual, get a super raw, super embarrassing secret from one of our friends. Take a listen. I'll never tell. Hi, guys. This is Kara, and I am about to get a secret from a hilarious comedian, singer, writer, actor from Broad City. You know him. You love him. He's got a podcast on the Starburns Network called You're Making It Worse. Get ready for a secret from Mr. Elliot Glazer. So the last couple of years that I lived in Brooklyn, I had a car. Uh, I lived in a neighborhood called Ditmas Park that was just south enough that I thought it would be easy to find parking spots in because a lot of the houses had driveways. Turns out that wasn't the case in the least, and it was always a true, true shit show. So I had a shitty car, and that would require sometimes 45 minutes to an hour of just circling and circling and circling and looking for some spot, you know, remotely close to my apartment. Once there was a spot right in front of my building and I was waiting to back into it as the driver backed out. And just as I was about to back in, a guy from behind slid in and took the spot. I was absolutely livid, uh, just so, so ragefully angry. And I I rolled down my window and said to the guy, you know, I've been waiting to move into that spot. And he was like, he played dumb. And looked at me like he wasn't quite sure what I meant. And I said, I've been, I've been waiting to move into that spot. I've been circling blocks and then I found this spot. It's right in front of my place. And he said, I've been looking for spots too. I said, yeah, but I was just about to back into that one. And he looked at me like he couldn't help me. He just, he didn't have anything else left to say. So instead of going off on him, I calmly rolled up my window and found a spot eventually and was able to then take my dog for a walk. Well, what do you know? My dog went number one and number two. And I came up with a brilliant last minute idea to take my dog's number two and wipe it all over each door handle on that dude's car. And that dude's car was a white Mercedes. And honestly, as disgusting and repulsive a choice as it was, I was and am so, so proud of myself. 
That's why my friends call me Street Justice. I'll never tell. <laughs> wow. As always, our secrets deliver. Um, oh, Kara, I'm going to some place in New York tomorrow for dinner called Supper. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Is it good? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. In the East Village? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's good. I wanted to, uh, we were, we had other places, and then, of course, I forgot that I had shows that I had forgotten I committed to, so then I had it's to move so reservations. And... Jared and I always go to New York, and we're like, maybe we'll see a show, maybe we'll go do this, and then we take shows, and we can't, we don't do anything. Well, that's why Friday, it's like, I'm going to Bruno Mars. Yeah. I'm dying to go to New York for, like, a week of just hanging out and not doing any shows. It's just hard, though. Because the shows are good, and it's fun. I know, and I've been canceling shows here. Yeah. Because I'm a little stressed. <laughs> you guys are going to be so excited to see all the things uh, that Megan is up to. But Probably listen, you may never see them either. <laughs> if, you, if you missed Megan's Comedy Central special, it, it believe it's Comedy Central Presents is how it comes up in your cable or whatever. It's on. Just search for it. It should yeah. be on demand. And I believe it'll be on demand. It's on the app. You might be able to buy it. It's you on can the buy Comedy it Central on app iTunes. and you can buy it on iTunes. If you buy it, I'll Venmo you, okay? <laughs> I'll give you the dollar. Um, yeah, tell us if you listened and if you... Uh, People have been very nice. And if you enjoy. And, yeah, because it's great. And I, well, I've listened people to... People have been mean to but I've listened I to six... I've seen six or seven minutes of it. So I've seen a third yeah. of it and I, a fourth of it and I enjoy it. Um, guys, please email us anything you want to talk about. Let's talk about text podcast at gmail.com. Tell us the time someone texted you something that was meant for someone else or a funny text that you've gotten recently. Anything. It doesn't even have to be text-related. Um, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Thanks to Starburns and everybody here um, everybody here at Starburns and that works on this podcast. And, uh, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. It's a good show. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch Yahoo and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific.